Hey, Saints and Aints. What up, Saints and Aints? Stop taking my line. I, I think it's technically ours now. It's not our, like, no. How about you take Our this? children are ours. Our home babe, me, is ours. Our bank account's ours. This. Saints and Aints is mine. Let me say this, babe. How about you say the Saints and I say the Aints? Can no. I, I can't have both half. Are, both are mine. I can't have You half need to us. say, what, what's up? What's up? Uh, what's, what's up, Joe? That's you. You from Chicago. Say that. I'm from the church. I can't have half. What? No. If I divorce you and take half, you're going to be mad. Well, that's wicked. So there's that. <laughs> only, only joking, Saints. Don't Jesus be grieved. Jesus in therapy. You need to go to uh, marriage counseling before you divorce me over taking half of a tagline. All right. What's up, y'all? So uh, what was this? Two months ago, uh, me and Preston, we have conversations. And out of those conversations, we like, you know what? We literally just recorded a whole podcast just without recording it. We literally said that because it started in the airport and yeah. then it went all the way to the plane. Because I was intrigued. So I asked the question of why does it seem like there are many men, not every man, but many men that are intimidated when their wives are more gifted or more successful than them. And I just wanted to dialogue about that because it doesn't seem like this is a thing if your wife or your girlfriend is killing it in children's ministry. You don't feel no qualms with that. Yeah. But it seems like if she's a better teacher or a more popular teacher, if she uh, sings worship or leads worship Mm -hmm. and starts to get bookings, like where men start to low key try to pull their wives or their girlfriends back into uh, back into anonymity for their own ego. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what like what is that? Like what 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 makes men intimidated or insecure if their wives are more successful or more gifted? Well, yeah, one thing one thing I think we should define is more gifted because mm-hmm. I think I think it's so subjective, correct? Right? Um, because I think I think it's kind of hard to to judge who is more gifted. I mm-hmm. think a lot of times in our culture, certain gifts are praised more than others, yeah, which might make a person look more gifted than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think God sees gifts how we see gifts. But I think uh, another thing when it comes to giftings is I think that very thing. I think we praise certain gifts like teaching, yeah, um, especially in the West, right? Especially where you know where we where we live, like. Um, teaching is this authoritative, I'm important type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think for some men, it might be intimidating mm-hmm. for for the world to see their wives as this uh, authoritative figure um, when it comes to teaching, um, because I think it automatically says something about them or makes them think about something, makes them think they're something that they're not mm-hmm. or less than or whatever. And I think that. I think we uh, attach our identities to gifts too much. Because that seems like that would be kind of one of the root issues, is that if you find identity in praise and in visibility and in popularity, then when the person that's closest to you gets what you so really, really, really desire, Mm -hmm. then it rubs up against your own sense of self and sense of being and sense of identity um, where now you're in competition because you don't want to continue to feel so low and so small when you're not small and you're not low, you're an image bearer, but you stop looking at yourself through the lens of being an image bearer, but more or so through the lens of what God has gifted you to do. But I think why, why does that seem to be such a male centric thing? Cause I don't see women 
feeling some type of way if their husband gets booked all the time to uh, for a speaking engagement or if their husband leads worship at the church and you know people really love his sound or if their husband has a really really successful career where he makes x amount of money we don't see women feeling insecure yeah. about these things if they are insecure it's fear of they going to cheat on me or forget about me or leave me yeah. but it's not like I am less of a woman because my man is X, Y, and Z. Why does that seem to be a male thing to be intimidated in that way? Yeah, I, I, I think, kind of repeat what I just said, but also, yeah, I think men, I think our culture has attached teaching. Teaching is synonymous with, with, with male culture. But not just teaching, though. That's what I'm saying. Just leadership. like any, so, any, so anything that has the perception of power. Anything that has a perception of power, if our wives are successfully doing this, or, I think a lot of men egos are bruised. It's like, man, my wife is more- Or a girlfriend. Or girlfriend. Um, she seems more powerful. She seems more, um, yeah, knowledgeable. Like men, like we, we just, knowledge sometimes does- um, something to our egos mm-hmm. where where we feel more like men. Interesting. And if our if our significant others is operating in a space where she is praised for what she knows, um, I think it I think it brews a lot of men or in what egos. She does. Or what she does. And I think I think so I think a culture has a lot to um has has a lot to do with that. And I also think our egos. I think our yeah. So you know how you you told me how like when we first started I don't think first when we first started dating, but at some point, whether in our dating relationship or in our marriage, how you would talk about me a lot because uh, you like miss me or whatever. But how your friends would say, you know, you're was it whipped and all of that. You caking, man. You 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 always talking about Jackie. Why well, you so soft? So that kind of environment, low key, is toxic and discouraging. But does that exist when it comes to this? Like, if you if you're a man that has a wife that might have a measure of success that you don't have, do do like would male friends low key fan the flame with that insecurity in a joking way? Like, does that happen? Well, I, I does think, that make sense? What yeah, I'm to me, does it happen with me? Are no, just asking? in general. Like, do men? I don't do really. That I can't really. Other? I can't really speak for for other men um, because I, I'm not around a whole lot of men who have wives that are very very popular like you are. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, I think because one, I have a I have a level of popularity as well, and I'm I'm known. But you are just known in spaces that I, I'm not known in. You're 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 more popular in a lot of spaces that I'm not known in. And you're praised as a teacher. So what I've had in the past is a lot of men asking me, how do you feel about that? How do you how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, you know, deal with Jackie being in spaces and, you know, and those questions let me know that mm-hmm. maybe you will have some problem if this is your wife. Do they say that? That they would have problems, or they just it's kind of implied. By some the of them have, yeah. and some of them haven't. So I what just, did they say? I would feel some type of way about it. It was like, man, it, it'd be hard for me to, you know, um, to have a wife that 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 was in these spaces. And like, you know, some some people have, you know, those questions. Uh, do you think a woman, your wife, how do you feel your woman teaching men and all of these things? But do they say why? Like, this is why I would feel some type of way. Um, y'all don't never get to the root. Y'all just be saying surface level stuff. A, a couple of guys um, that I know personally told me like it would be, well, yeah, a couple of guys that, that I know personally have told me that it would be hard um, to have a wife that that seemed just as knowledgeable or was deemed by the society as more knowledgeable than them. That's so 
Because that's fascinating and problematic. Yeah, yeah. Because I think um I think when you when you when you think about uh male leadership and how the Bible tells us to lead our, our wives, when you see um a wife who is theologically sound, who's a great teacher, when you see somebody like yourself, for example, who um, seems like they know a lot about God, your role starts to seem insignificant. It's mm-hmm. like, how can I lead somebody mm-hmm. who 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 knows just as much as me about the Bible, who can teach other, who is given the opportunity to teach hundreds and thousands of people? Mm-hmm. What what does my role play in yeah. her life? Which gets into the conversation of calling versus competence. Because the assumption is I have to be stronger, better, more powerful than you to actually lead you. Absolutely. Which isn't true at all. Absolutely. And that's the reason I, you know, a, a lot of people didn't didn't like my post a couple of years ago that kind of went viral on Facebook out when I said that um, um, Christ-like leadership is not um, being smarter or wiser or more um, gifted than your, your wife, um, but it is loving your wife um, like Christ loved the church. And when you love... Your, your wife, like Christ loves the church, she will naturally submit to, to you. And I think that um, some men think I have to be more knowledgeable. I have mm-hmm. to, I have to look, um, you know, I have, to, I have to know more verses in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I have to be the spiritually strong wisdom. I have to be Solomon mm-hmm. for, for my wife to, to submit to me. But it's like, no, Christ actually tells us to lead in love, mm-hmm. like and not humility. in humility, yeah. not necessarily what we know mm-hmm. because uh, headship is a calling. It is not a qualification. Mm-hmm. It's not something that God says that we have to be qualified mm-hmm. in order to do. What qualifies us is the calling, mm-hmm. not what we know. Yeah. And it, not how many people think we're dope in teaching or think we're dope in all of these things that society deems as masculine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's one of the things that I, me personally, I've never, in our, our relationship, I never really struggled with. Why? Because... I think God showed me early, like, like my love for you is what leads what leads us, you know, um, like loving you, like He loves the church, you know, and I love theology, you love theology. I'm a teacher, you're a teacher. I, I think to look at all of these outside things to define my leadership and my manhood is silly. Yeah, um, and it, it, I don't think God looks at us like that. Yeah, I told you how you know we met. We met on the stage or in a space where we were able to both display our giftings doing, you know, poetry in LA. What was that? 11 years ago. And since then, we've always shared the same talents and spiritual gifts for the most part. Yeah. Whether that's uh, just creative writing, like you said, teaching, all of that type of stuff. You're the evangelist. I'm not that. So you got that. I don't want it. Um, but <laughs> with that, that could create uh, an atmosphere of competition. But I've honestly never felt like you were competing with me when it came to our gifts, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was intrigued by what is it in you that allows you to to kind of be at ease when it comes to having a wife that shares the same giftings as you. It might be acknowledged more often for the same things that you also have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But with that, I also wanted to, to, to comment on, is it even a factor in how you were parented that plays a part in your security as a man. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's having the right perspective of God, but I also think 
I think you hit hit it on the head. Me being parented by a very strong mother, mm. and me being raised by a very strong mother and a strong uh, sister. Mm-hmm. Th- that's my that's practically raised me. My uncles, but mostly my mom and my my sister. Mm-hmm. Very strong women who um, taught me the importance of a strong woman. Mm. You know, and I never, I've never been in spaces with strong women and felt intimidated. Mm. Because my mom, I think, always did a good job of um, showing me her strength, but instilling who I was mm. as a man. Yeah. You know, she's always said, "I can't teach you how to be a man, but you will be a great man one day." Mm. Right, right, right. Um, so she put me in places where people can like teach me how to be a man. But she, she, she affirmed who I was, not just as a man, but just as a person. Mm. Like you're smart, you're valuable, you have a voice, so it's, and it's, that's the reason why. That's not to cut you off, but that's the reason why you know I'm very passionate about my voice. You yeah. know, and I, nobody can intimidate. Um, who I am. I just I just know who I am. It's know? as if a lot of men haven't learned that their manhood is not connected to their dominance or uh, that their manhood isn't, uh, that like you're not more of a man if you have a weaker woman. Like yeah. that, that, that doesn't make you a better or bigger or more powerful man. If yeah. anything, it exposes how weak you are, that you need to be connected to somebody weaker than you to feel better about yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, too, I think that we have to we have to define what is strength and what is weakness. Yeah. Because just because somebody see you teaching all the time does not mean that you're strong. Yeah, that's true. And just like somebody sees- Or the, better. Or better. Yeah. Right? Or just because somebody see me teaching doesn't mean that I'm strong. Like I think that we relate gifts with strength. Mm. And it's like, okay. no, I actually see a lot of your weaknesses yeah. that the world doesn't see. And I think that I, I think that when it comes to, to spiritual strength, spiritual strength is not what we allow the public to see. Spiritual strength is how we- how we implicate these spiritual things in our everyday yeah, life yeah. or whatever. So I see your real strength. I yeah. see I, I see you not just teaching, but I see you allowing the Bible to inform how you live. Yeah. That's why I that's the strength that I admire about you. Yeah. You know, that so I think the world admires, oh, she has a, such a strong voice that she can exegete a passage, but it's like, no, I, I see her. I see you allowing the, the scriptures to to help you be a better mom or help you to to be more patient. Yeah, that's real spiritual strength. Amen. Uh, uh, so yeah, so I I think that we have to redefine what sh- what strength is and what weakness is because I I just think the world puts all of these titles on strength and weakness by our our giftings, uh, which is just not true. Uh, so I think that we have to yeah rethink these things. So with the Perry's is is going on tour. Straight is. Don't know if you knew that already. Yep. I think we're doing 14 cities. Oh yeah, you wanted me to say something. We're doing 14 cities. And uh he's gonna <laughs> talk about apologetics. And what you gonna talk about? I'm gonna preach some some Bible. And then we're gonna have a live conversation with the Saints about something that you pick. We're gonna give y'all the opportunity to pick the conversation that we actually end up having. And it's gonna it's gonna be God glorifying. It's uh it's gonna be uplifting um to 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 the body of Christ. But mm-hmm. we're gonna have fun. I think so. We're gonna have a lot of fun. A lot also too, a lot of y'all have been trying to get the bold apparel merch and I'm bringing all the merch on tour. Oh, like yay. like all of it. You know? And we're also coming on tour with our books with oh, yeah. my new book uh, all of Jackie nineteen hundred books. It's only four. Uh, it's a, it's a lot. Um and so man 
be on the lookout, man. All right, so show notes, www.withtheparish.com forward slash tour. So with insecurity, like insecurity and fear are like besties. What is the fear that men or some men have when it comes to their wives that might be gifted or successful or and girlfriends? Like what is the fear? I think the fear is not necessarily mainly how the the world perceives them, but also how you will start to perceive them once you're praised by the world or once you're um, respected in spaces that they're not. Interesting. I think that I think that a man can take it as like, man, like, what if she started to think that my my voice isn't valuable in our home anymore? She or, she gonna love. She gonna start. You know, like loving John Piper. More than she loved me. Yeah, or like, well, you know, like what, like my my role, or my my significance in her life is threatened now because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. she she she's learning all of these things and I'm not teaching her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's going to spaces that I'm not going. She's hearing from people that 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 I don't know who she's hearing from. She's she's being influenced by people that I don't know. It's just like, man, like I think it could be a fear of a drifting of the wife that submitted to me the day of our wedding day. Mm. It's uh, it, it actually sounds a lot like how uh, slave masters used to function, where there's this fear of the slave becoming knowledgeable because that then empowers them uh, and gives this an, gives them an awareness of self and an awareness of the world. Um, I, th- I think the context obviously is completely different, but I do think it speaks to how when you have a, a, a egocentric dominating view of self and your relationship, how that becomes controlling control base where knowledge really is power, but you think that power is going to turn towards you and just not love you versus a real godly woman takes that knowledge and takes that power to benefit her family. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And that's true. And I think some, I think for some men, um, um, the ego is in the way where they feel like, oh, you're going to take this knowledge and um, try to run us or try to control our marriage or I don't have this this control anymore because the world esteems you. But I think for for other men, it might be different. So to be fair for a lot of men, because I spoke to a lot of men about this topic or topics related to this, mm-hmm. but, but it can also be not necessarily an ego thing, but a fear thing of, of, of love, of being valued, of being wanted, Right or being needed, right? Um, so, it, so it, it it is some ego in it, but it, it's also like, what if, what if, what if my wife doesn't think that I'm worthy enough anymore? What if she doesn't feel like um um my voice is valuable enough anymore? What what role do I have to play in her life? Um, I, I think it could be both. Um, so I I think we can't blame it all on the ego. No, for sure. I guess I just don't understand why why like why does a why does giftedness and success have to bring up those kinds of ideas? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good question. I think I, I think you have that question because I don't think we operate like that in our marriage. Like, like I don't in our home. Like, for example, we don't allow what we know to determine how you submit to me and how I lead. Right, right. Um, but in in a but for for the most part, I think the culture tells us that those who are more knowledgeable is, is qualified to lead. Got it. Right? 
that's what the culture tells us. Those who are um, more equipped leads. But I mean, when it comes to a, a woman's, again, giftedness and success, why does that lead you to, or not you, but a man to believe that, that that's somehow going to lead the woman away from, like turn her affections away from him. Right, like that, why, why is my, that a thing? That's my, that's my point because that's what culture has taught men. Culture has taught, culture has taught the, the ones who are most equipped is the one who leads. So if my wife seems most equipped, what, where's my place now? Got it. Where's my place? Like, I don't have a place now. Like you, you, you learning all of this stuff and you going off and you going into spaces that I, I'm not going to. I'm not deemed as worthy. Why, 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 why would the world even see me as a significant husband for you? Interesting. Right? Because I think that's what the culture tells us. The, the, I think the Bible tells and us. And Christian culture. Christian culture. Hyper complementarianism. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think has led to those kinds of ideas. I think the Bible teaches us that leadership is a call by God and that if God has called us to this position of leadership in our home, that he will give us the supernatural strength and love to lead our families. It is not contingent on who is a better teacher, mm-hmm. who is a who is a most more popular teacher, mm-hmm. who is gifted in certain areas of knowledge more. Like it, it's not contingent on that, but I think if if that's if that's what all men know about this culture, it's like all oh, the 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 men are the ones in the in the, the forefront. The men are the ones who seem knowledgeable, and then they have a wife that rises up and who who loves scripture, who loves loves how to teach scripture and all of these these things. It's like man, like dang, like where do I? You know, it, it it can almost be like a a wife who who takes pride in her womanhood by being a manager of the home, and then her husband start comes comes along and start killing everything that Bless she does. God, right? We, we will be very happy. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> Thank you for the vacuum. He, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I think for I think for certain things I think for certain things it it, it you guys might be happy if we wash dishes better like mm-hmm. nobody cares about the dishes mm, it's thank like you. you wash the dishes or if you if you cook but it's I think it can be I think it can also damage oh, some women not all women because it doesn't damage all men mm. but I think it can damage some women women if everybody in the home loves the husband cooking more and, potentially yeah and and like. Your cookie doesn't seem in, like significant anymore, or you you are uh, you're viewed as a better nurturer of the children mm-hmm. more than your husband, uh, more more than yourself. It's like, dang, like it seems like both <laughs> both of I guess both even those examples kind of fall into a um, a binary. Like absolutely, you know, the woman she she will be offended or triggered by anything that comes against her supposed wifely roles. Yes. And the man will be triggered or offended by that which comes against supposedly manly agendas when neither really are gender specific, I think. Yeah. And so I guess that goes back into a whole, like our our misunderstanding of what it means to be male, what it means to be female, and how that then informs how we understand each other's gifts. And let me just clarify, let me just clarify that. I'm not saying that teaching or being astute or knowledge is more natural for men than no, it is women. No, uh, I know that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I do think that in some ways women are nurturers in ways that men are not. Yeah. Um, um, but we don't want to get into that whole <laughs> that whole argument. <laughs> so let me ask you this. I, I, I think there are, are I've, I've gotten this question 
And I think that uh, our conversation begs this question. What do you say to a man who is discouraged that his wife makes more money than him? Yeah, I, I think that it's just like theology, we can't allow that to define our manhood. Mm-hmm. I, I just I think it's silly to define for that to, to define our, our our manhood. I think that when we, when we look at the structure of the home, it is so much as we're learning that goes into the upkeep of our family. Yeah, and fi- a financial stability is huge, huge, yeah. right? Um, but I think that. At times when you made way more money than me, I know for a fact that you couldn't do that if I didn't support you. Correct. Right? That's a good point. I, you couldn't. Like, yeah. you couldn't. Like, you you couldn't even write a book if I didn't, if I wasn't down, holding down the children. Yeah. So, technically, I made a lot of that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I played my part. That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? And I think vice versa. I think it was been times in our marriage where I made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you supported me. Mm-hmm. You was like, I'm going to not do as much to make you, you know. So, so I, I, I think I think we have to look. It's going to sound cheesy. We have to look at it as a team. Yeah. I yeah. think we're a really good team. By God's grace, we're, we're becoming better. We have our issues. But I, I, yeah. I think for me, yeah, I think for me in seasons where I've made more, I think I've had to remind myself where provision actually comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, That's good. manna came from heaven. Uh, God is the one who feeds the birds and takes care of us, like Matthew 6 says. And so even if a large amount of the income is coming because of what I do, it's ultimately God using me to provide for my home. And so I think I've 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 had to stop seeing it in the realm of I'm making money. It's like, no, God is God is just providing for us through me for now. You know what I'm saying? But we are, as you said, equally a team. My money is your money and your money is my money. And it goes into the same account. And so I think uh, just not having an arrogant view of provision would be helpful. But with that, I I guess one encouragement for you is like, I'm grateful that like God has given me you just because I I know I'm being sappy. But I I do have a a good amount of gifts and God has used me and enlarged my platform. Glory be to God with your help. And I can see how, you know, with outside influences and how like you could just you could hinder me if you wanted to. You really could. You know what I'm saying? But you never have. Like you always allowed me to fly as led by the spirit of God. And so I guess I guess my question is, what about God? Let me take it to him. What about God? Like, what do you know about him that has led you to lead in that way? And how do you encourage other men to lead in that way? That's a good question. I think encouraging you in your gifts is a part of my leadership. I don't think it's like something I do to be a good person. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think it's a part of me being a good leader. It's, 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 it's. I think it's selfish, and I think it's um, I think it's offensive to God uh, for Him to put somebody in a leadership position, and when they are put in that leadership position, to see the people that they're leading gifts and not try to flourish those gifts the best way they can. Yeah, you know. And I think for me, I was like, like to 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 be honest, when I when I first got married to you, I was nervous. I was like. God, what? Do, how do I lead this woman? Like she's yeah. she's. I'm a I'm a I'm a 
gifted teacher, she's a gifted teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm a gifted poet, she's a gifted poet. Like, how do I, how do I lead somebody who has all the same giftings as me? Mm-hmm. And one of the things is because I love you, I always wanted to see you be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always wanted to see you win, um, but I. But I also wanted to to help flourish those gifts as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so I think I think being sensitive to the Holy Spirit um, and having humility. Yeah, I think humility is big. I think when I think what humility does is humility allows us to not be so focused on ourselves so that other people can flourish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and I'm I don't want to just talk like I'm the perfect quintessential husband like I never ever struggled because I I have I I talked about in the past how I was one of those men who wasn't necessarily um jealous of your gifts but intimidated that you would think I was significant yeah. when you started to go in certain spaces um because at one point in our marriage I think we were praised the same amount you know and then um especially for poetry and then when you started to go in teaching spaces spaces you started to be praised way more or whatever. And I was like, man, I was like, I was one of those people like, man, like I wonder would Jackie think that my 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 opinion is valuable or mm-hmm. my my voice is, is valuable. So that was a that was a quick struggle with me. But I think to to encourage you, you encouraged me. Mm-hmm. Um, your love and you not changing and you consistently, you know, um, seeking the Lord for humility um, helped to reassure me that this is the same wife that I married, mm-hmm. you know, and her, the spaces that she's going into right now is not changing her. Um, but to go back to your, your question, I think that, yeah, I think it's a part of my, my call as a, as a leader, as a, as your husband to, 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 uh, so yeah, to help flourish your gifts and to to encourage you to walk in your gifts and not allow my pride to get in the way. So how do you? En- I guess is that the encouragement that you you would give to a man or? Yeah, I think I think my encouragement um, to a, a man who has a wife who or has a girlfriend or a girlfriend who has um, giftings and. They see that they 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 might be gifted in areas that they, they might they they might not be gifted in. It's to not allow your wife's or your girlfriend's giftings to define her and not allow it to define you. That's like good. God defines who we are. Like He He really defines who, who we are. I know for, for I can use myself for an, an example. I know the things that God has gifted me in, mm-hmm. and. I, I cannot allow what God is giving you to 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 make me not see how God has gifted me, mm-hmm. because it it just it just it does a disservice to my my ministry, it, it and it does a disservice to what God has given me. Yeah, as an individual. Yeah, as an individual, I think that when we start to allow our significant others' gifts to define us, mm-hmm. they become our standard and not God. Yay! Like, Shebo! We can't, like... Like, like, that's, like, like, we really have to look at it like that. We, we, we're looking at it like, like, we're not, we're not allowing God to be our standard. We're allowing the God who gifted this person to be our standard. Mm-hmm. And that's so backwards. Yeah. It's like, no, the, the, the gifts that I'm comparing myself to came from a source. Yeah. Let that source be my standard. You know, uh, you know, and yeah, I, I, big, yeah, shit, and I, yeah, and I, I think that, I think that's, I think that if we think like that, not only will it help us to be more humble, 
but it also will help us to be more confident. Yeah, that's true. I think that uh, if we look at it like that, we'll be more humble leaders and more confident leaders in ourselves. That was great. I got a question for you, wife. Oh, now you got a question. I'm over here being uh, Barbara Walters. Right. You was all inquisitive the whole podcast. That's what. That's the award I won in kindergarten. Um. <laughs> uh, as a wife, what advice would you give to the wives out there who are really gifted um, to not allow their man or their husband to feel insignificant? Is there any advice which you, you would give to a woman um, to not pacify their man, not yeah. to, you know, because I think it's a difference between reassuring your, your, your husband or your yeah. boyfriend or and, enabling and, and pacifying them. What, what, what advice would you give? Um I think it all flow out of uh, priorities. I think my highest priority is to honor God, um, which then flows into me being able to honor my neighbor, and you're my neighbor. Um, But I think out of that, it's honoring the Lord and then serving my family and then serving the church and the world. And so I think when my priorities are in order, then everything that I do outside of my home is to bleed into my home. It's not supposed to be in competition with it. And so I guess the I guess the woman who is gifted or successful, the question is, is this serving my husband? Is it serving my children? Is it serving my home? Or is it taking away from it in any way? I think then that when that becomes the question, then that helps me to utilize my gifts in a way that doesn't impede upon your security. Mm, you know? That's good. Um, because I think you see, yeah, she's on travel. She's going to go speak. She She's going to study this word. But everything I'm studying, I'm actually trying my best to apply it so that you're served and my children are served. Uh, the money that I might make from royalties or whatever the case may be are going into fueling my children's education, into uh, setting up you know, things to support your ministry. You get what I'm saying? Like It all funnels back into the home. Um, and I think that's ultimately what a man needs to see is that his wife is not or his girlfriend is not going to use her gifts and use her successes to serve herself solely. Yeah. Uh, she, he wants to see that like all of that stuff is going to be in submission or to, to God first. Or to belittle him. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that's a part of belittle. Because belitt- I think it's a heart posture. Yeah. You know, if I'm belittling you, it's because I'm starting to really think really highly of myself, uh, which is problematic, which is going against the first commandment anyway. You're dishonoring God. Therefore, now you're dishonoring your neighbor. Yeah. But like when your gifts are seen in the right uh, perspective as merely gifts, things that have been given that can then be taken away, um, then you... You come in as well yeah. with humility because God yeah. hates pride. Yeah, and he gives I, grace to the humble. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and you do a very good job of that. You do a very good job of. Oh, um, you're praising me. Stop it. Stop. I love you very much. Oh, you're so sweet. You're such a sweet leader. <laughs> leader man with the evangelist. Leader man. You're a sweet leader man with the evangelistic gifts going down and giving the gospel to all the Mormons. Wow, you're belittling me right reading, now. Reading the book of she, Nephi. She, she's. <laughs> She's belittling me right now. You see that? I take back everything I said. All your little evangelism. No, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Well, that was a great conversation. Um, I hope it encouraged y'all. It's hard out here being married or being in relationships and trying to do the best we can, but God's grace is sufficient. We got to be on 50 minutes. No, 38. Probably 36. Bye.